Hello, ghosts and ghouls. Hello, welcome back to Nope, I'm Scared. I'm Alexa. I'm Ella. And this is another uh, Terrified Tuesday. Welcome back to Terrified Tuesday. Forgot we were recording this first, even though I explicitly asked for it. She did. We're actually doing a double record because, as you probably realized, we weren't here last Tuesday. And that was because Ella and Ashley came up to Oregon to see me. It was so nice. So so we decided to just spend time together. We did watch Scream while we were together, which is why we're doing that mini to talk about it. Mm -hmm, But mm -hmm, we wanted mm -hmm. to just be able to hang out. Yeah. So this was supposed to be a mini. And then I fell down a rabbit hole that made it not a mini. Yeah, she just, so. I, I got a series of text messages that were, I found a mini. Actually, it might be longer than a mini. Actually, it's just, I found a whole case. This is wild. <laughs> Can I do this first? <laughs> it's all I'm thinking about, man. That's kind of how I was with vampires, where it was just like, oh my god, I have to tell you all these things. I'm going to freak <laughs> out, because they ate her heart. <laughs> she fed she was fed to her brother like yeah if you guys haven't listened to that one i know it's one of our earlier episodes and the audio might not be as good as we try to make it now even though we're still not professionals at that but i highly recommend going to listen to it it's probably it's so one of our better episodes at the beginning it's so fun and i'm ha- i was happy with my research for that one yeah, no, it was great. It was a lot of fun to listen to. Yeah, I like to think our audio quality is better now. Yeah, I def I think I definitely have a better time uh fixing it than Josh does, but he does his best and I appreciate that. Yeah. Though yeah. typically yeah. typically it is me who 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 does the editing. Yeah. Uh are we do we is there any news in the true crime world? I'm sure there is, but I was out of touch this weekend, so I don't know. I mean, Bob Saget did die this weekend, and we didn't talk about that because we were gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and then mm-hmm. Andre mm-hmm. Leon Talley, I think, died today. Who's? He's Who a was? fashion designer. Uh, you know him, probably. If you looked him up, I think he's been in things. I know he was on... I can't look it up because you're on my phone. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. There's just been a lot of people dying lately. I mean, we obviously didn't talk about Betty White, did we? I think you were mad. It's so hard to know what we I'm talked about. so upset about Betty White all of it's the time. It's hard to know if we talked about it just together or on a microphone. <laughs> or on the podcast, that's yeah. that's the difference. <laughs> hmm Well, we just talk so much, it's hard to keep track of everything sometimes. hmm We do our best, guys. He's written books, he's a fashion icon, uh, Vogue creative director, uh, he's a journalist. I I know he's been in like stuff, but if I can try to move my screen so that you can see what I'm talking about, this man's. Oh, he does look familiar. Yeah, you've probably seen him. I don't know if he was ever in Pose or not. He was a judge on the later seasons of America's Next Top Model. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, looks not. They're just talking about that. So Okay. And then I know there's been some stuff going on with, like, missing people and found people, but I haven't had time to go through and actually see what is going on. And for whatever, mm-hmm. for you know, typical reasons, there's really not the news isn't covering it. So I have to dig through my various journalist Twitter feeds to find of course, stuff about yeah. what's going on. All right. Well, yeah, we'll come back is- with that for you eventually. Yeah, and honestly, I have no idea what this case is about because Ella originally told me she was doing a Canada feet thing. Technically, it's still kind of the same thing. I don't know what that means. Those are all words I know, but together make no idea in my brain. And then I have to question if Dan Schneider is in charge of this case. 
<laughs> or um, Quentin Tarantino, is he in charge? Quentin Tarantino is the one that has feet problems, right? He is the one that has feet issues, correct. So, I have questions. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that would make sense for it to be a Quentin Tarantino thing. It's not, but it fits the vibe, I think. More than Dan Schneider? More than, yeah, more than Dan Schneider. Well, if you don't know who Dan Schneider is, he's the guy who did, like, a bunch of Nickelodeon shows, like Drake and Josh, iCarly, Zoe 101, Victorious. Who had a thing for me. And he had a thing for me. <laughs> I mean... Which is weird when you're working with children. Like, it would be fine, but you're working with children, so it's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, so it's a little bit more strange and, like, something you probably shouldn't be doing. You probably shouldn't be doing on those those types of films. Or mm-hmm. TV. Mm-hmm. Probably. I think there should be a problem with that. Just, you know, thinking it through. Or whatever. You know. In terms of clientele. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yeah. I called it the Canada Feet thing because I didn't know what else to call it. Okay. Um, until I found this case. And then I figured I would just do the actual case instead of continuing to call it the Canada Feet thing. I mean, that's good. Um, I think I was planning to take a little break from true crime for like an episode or so because I spent a long time dealing with Lacey. Mm-hmm. I know, and I still have a lot more thorough research to do on like other things, but I just haven't gotten there yet. Um. Anyways, so the Canada Feet thing essentially is a series of shoes that have washed up on the shores of British Columbia and Washington. That's really um, weird. It is over 21 individuals and inside there are like running sneakers, like tennis shoes. They all have actual feet in them still. Oh. What? Mm-hmm. How long- so how long have feet been washing up on shore? Feet have been washing up on shore since 2007. There have been over 21 people, um, but only 13 of those feet have been identified. Okay, so it's a like um, it's a modern day serial killer, and all we find are the feet. Well, see, there's the problem: is that some doctors chalked it up to like people dying by accidents or suicides and then the fish or sea creatures or whatever being naturally lazy will go for your ankles because they're easier to like eat through because it's soft and fleshy but i still don't think Um, they eat bones they don't eat bones but they will eat around the bones and detach it Mm. and after the shoe remodels of the early 2000s, sneakers became more buoyant mm-hmm. and would float to the surface with the feet still in them. Mm-hmm. So that's what they think are happening. I personally don't know how they would rule out foul play in any of these cases because you only have the feet. Like, it's a possible, but for us to just be like, yeah, all of these people decided to jump off the cliffs and die... I don't even know. I Okay, I've never been to British Columbia, and we only dipped our toe into Washington for to go to the movies. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. I know you can cliff dive because I've seen Twilight. Um, but is that, like, a common thing that people do? Like, I mean, I know people cliff dive. Is it a common thing that people do to kill themselves slash accident falling off cliff into water? You know, I don't, I don't know. I really don't. I have no answers in that regard for you. Um, But apparently it happens pretty frequently. I just feel like based off of the statistics that I do know about people who um, go the suicide route, women most, most often will do overdose to just go to bed and then men always kind of pick a fast thing which is like sorry if this is really sad or triggering for people but they'll pick you know like firearms nooses 
Something that's mm-hmm. fast. I don't really know that a lot of people are going to pick drowning as an option. Yeah, that really doesn't sound like any fun. And like even the people physically. that do pick a sort of suffocation, it's usually through carbon monoxide because it's relatively it seems more peaceful to people because you'll just fall asleep and then you suddenly won't be able to breathe anymore. So it's who mm-hmm. knows in the actual moments how any of this stuff feels. But when we people would consider yeah. things, I don't think they think I'm going to just throw myself into the ocean. I mean, people do jump off the Golden Gate Bridge, so I guess some people do. But they think they're going to die yeah. on the impact. I don't think they actually think they're going to die in the water. Yeah, I don't think most people would choose a drowning route for that. Yeah, it doesn't sound like a nice it's, way to it's go. it's slow and painful. Yeah. So, yeah, there is that. That is a thing that has been happening. Um, in a TikTok by Dr. Karan Raj, he uh, explains how our bodies will sink to the ocean and then sea creatures are more likely to pick at the ligaments around our ankles because they're soft and they're lazy. Um, and then our feet will, like, come up to the surface because shoes. But also... Why do we call fish I lazy, found- though? I don't know. What, what does that entail? What makes a fish be lazy? Fish be swimming. Fish be eating the easy parts of the body? Fish be swimming all day. Fish never stop. Fish not lazy. Sounds like a weird thing <laughs> to talk about. Fish, maybe not the smartest, but fish not lazy. I just don't know that we can... Fish have no concept of lazy. That's what I'm saying. Like, they don't have a... They're not, like, choosing. They're like, you know, I could go for the more blubberous stomach area, but I'm just gonna go to this ankle because I don't want to swim down there. Like, that doesn't make any (laughs) sense. (laughs) Alexa has opinions, guys, on fish. I don't like people who are mean to fish. Valid. Darla is my nemesis. <laughs> okay. Darla is my, right. my villain arc story. It's <laughs> people who are mean to fish. No, just Darla from Finding Nemo. <laughs> that girl has to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think anyone would argue with you in that regard. Um... Anyways, in the 1910s, a case like this kind of happened. This isn't related to what the the case we're talking about is, but it was just of a like a woman's boot washing ashore with her foot intact, and those shoes weren't super buoyant. So I don't know what happened with that one, and nobody really did any investigation into it because it's the 1910s. Mm-hmm. And what are you supposed to do? Um. So yeah, me thinks kind of weird. But I just thought it was fun that I should bring that up. Okay, so essentially that is just the overview for what our mini would have been. Would have been all about the Canada feet thing and the the people through that. However, when I was looking at the different people in the cases that were coming with the feet thing, like the different people who had been identified... I found the case of Melissa Louise Caddock, who was originally Melissa Louise Grimley. Yeah, that sounds right. Okay, married. Was born. Yes, married. It's a weird situation. Um, she was born on April twenty first, nineteen seventy one, in Australia, and she was an Australian financial advisor who disappeared on November twelfth of twenty twenty. Um amidst an investigation from the Australian Securities and Investments Commission, or ASIC, which is what I will refer to them because it's too long for me to say. Okay. Um, she was allegedly running a Ponzi scheme and disappeared the day after she got busted. Oh, boy. Exactly. Um... So she disappeared the day after the ASIC agents raided her house um, for any evidence because she was suspected of having stolen approximately $30 million from 
investors, including her own friends and family, being the majority. Dang, that's not cool. Okay, uh, remind me again, what year does she take off? 2020. 2020? Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought she was going to be one of the first ones. Mm-mm. And this was in Australia, so it's not even yeah, but I mean, near where the feet would have washed up. But this was the Canada feet thing is what brought this case to light. Okay, but we're not thinking that she just hightailed it to Canada. I'll let you tell the story. It, it's yeah, it's complicated. Um, after months of speculation about her whereabouts, partial human remains were discovered on the southwest coast of New on the south coast of New South Wales. It's a lot of South. That's a lot of in February. It's a lot of South. In February of 2021. Okay, about a year so, ago. Mm-hmm. A foot washed up in Wales in 2021, and it took a little bit of DNA testing, but it was confirmed to be Caddick's foot, essentially. Okay. Um, and then I have a little bit of her backstory, which was after initially working... Um, out of graduation in NRMA's investment division, which is an investment um, corporation in Australia, Caddick joined the Sydney branch of a boutique investment bank as an office admin. In 1998, six months after taking the job, she was discovered to have stolen less than $2,000 from the company, forging her boss's signature on several checks. Oh, wow. Rather than... Yeah, so this goes way back. Yeah. Because this was 1998. Well, I mean, people don't just start by doing, like, a huge Ponzi scheme. Usually they start, (laughs) you know, with with all crime, it starts small and it builds up once you get more comfortable or confident or you're like, well, what else could I do? No one's watching me take $5 from the till every Friday. So what if I took $5 from the till every day? Okay, no one's figured Mm -hmm. that out. Okay, what if I just start taking all of the... You know, like, it builds. And that's how you get people that, like... You know, most serial killers start as, like, serial predators in other ways. And before that, it's usually harming animals. Like, there's just telltale size signs of things. And so it's probably the same with with stealing. You don't just go straight to fraud. Yeah. Just large-scale Ponzi scheme fraud. Um, But yeah, but she was caught doing this. um, And rather than pursue prosecution, the company gave Caddick the option of just leaving. uh, Leaving quietly instead of causing a big fuss. And she didn't have to return the money or anything. But they basically just kicked her out of the um, business. I mean, that's very different. Yeah, I feel like that's something... I don't know. Well, we're also coming from an American lens, and America values money above everything. So, yeah, you definitely true. would have been fired, not like po- not like quietly resigned, quietly let go, and you mm-hmm. would have had to give something back or have some type yeah. of criminal involvement. Yeah, you would have had something land on your record for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but she didn't. And then shortly afterwards, she was hired as a financial advisor for Wise Financial Services. Which, you can see where this is going. Okay. She commits fraud at one place, and then immediately after gets hired at another financial place. Yeah. Without having learned any lessons. That's what I Um, think, like, especially since, like, it has to go on something to be like, this person has stolen stuff. You know, mm-hmm. like, especially if it was, but I guess it was because they're, for them, it was probably like it was under a certain threshold, you know, because it, yeah, was, it was less under than 2000. 2000. But... Um, I don't, but I don't know how it all works. I just think like it shouldn't be that easy to go to another job that you could do the same thing in. Yeah, especially one with higher stakes. Like, if you're from Australia and you know how this works, because I know we have listeners from we Australia, do. let us know. Yeah, how how does this all go? And if you know this case, 
I'd love your insight, please, and thank you. Um, but by 2003, she had become so well-regarded in her field at this new job that she was featured on a cover of a trade magazine, IFA, which is Independent Financial Advisor. Why that's a magazine? I don't know. Mm. Um... However, Caddick fell out with the company when the company refused to allow her to recommend property and shares to her clients due to compliance rules, which is, you know, whatever. Um, Caddick would later justify her extravagant spending by claiming she had departed Wise with either an $86 million severance package or a payout from a sexual harassment claim. In reality, she had simply uh, recouped her... $75,000 investment after signing a five-year non-complete clause. But then why was she telling people these other things? Because she wanted to get more money out of it. So she's going around saying sexual harassment claims or that she's owed an $86 million severance package. That seems excessive for a severance package. I don't even know if... Very much so. Like, I don't even know if... Bob Iger, who was the former CEO from Disney Corporate, like Walt Disney Company. I don't even think he would be getting that as a severance package. I don't know, though. I could be talking out of my bum. And this was over a five-year non-complete clause that she was demanding that severance package. Yeah, no. That so this seems lady was a little, yeah. little crazy. Um, clearly, clearly very much money focused here mm-hmm. um caddick's first husband tony caddick was a builder originally from england they got married in sydney on april 20th of 2000 and their son was born in 2006 um he was 14 at the time of caddick's disappearance in 2020 okay so she had a, a 14 year old son wait but she was while born doing in 71 Mm-hmm. I guess that would make him like Theo. Yeah, basically yeah, like exactly Theo. like Theo. Mm-hmm. Okay. Born the same year. Because it and mom cases. was born the same year too. So mm-hmm. at his wife's urging, Tony, who studied political science, um, and completed a law degree, uh, they moved to Essex in twenty ten to be closer to his family. Um, while he worked in London. Caddick didn't work when, like, after they moved in London and she found herself easily bored with her surroundings because it's England and there's nothing to do out there. Well, and also um, probably she's used to be, she's a trader, so I think that they're used to- She's used to, to big stakes and big, big risks. Stake, and, big risks, a lot of busyness in general, because, like, they're always on the phone talking to people about stuff, um, from whatever, mm-hmm. from what little I know. And so it just seems that would have been, like, a screeching halt for her in an entire lifestyle. Yeah, and then to just become a mother after that. Yeah. That would have been hard. Mm-hmm. Um, claiming that she needed to brush up on her financial skills, she persuaded her husband to agree to letting her travel to Switzerland for a conference. Um... Tony later learned from a mutual friend that Caddick had actually traveled to Paris to meet with Anthony Coletti, her hairdresser from Sydney, Ooh. and discovered that Ooh. she had paid for his <laughs> his international travel expenses to continue their affair. Ooh, piggy dipping. <laughs> yeah, so she's paying for this guy to travel the world a hairdresser? so that they can just keep up an affair. I mean, no shame. Mm-hmm. No shame. People pick whatever. But, like, that's a very big change for, for him, too. someone who's so concerned about money. Yeah. True. You're, true. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this was in early, early 2010s. Like, 2012, I think. Wow. Um, but a yeah, but upon being confronted by Tony, Caddick cleaned out their home in Essex, emptied their joint bank accounts, and moved back to Sydney with their son. No. No. That's not how you do this. 
I don't care. (laughs) If you want to have an affair, I mean, I don't personally, I think you should end relationships before you start new ones because clearly you're not happy in this one. So just, just leave. I say that all the time when I read like other stories, I'm just like, if you're not happy in your marriage, just leave. Don't kill people and don't like do this. But also like, (laughs) that's his money too. Take your own money. Just take your own yeah, money. Yeah, she basically took his son and left him with and nothing. Like, you, I don't know if that's, a, this is, I don't know how custody works in England or anything, but like my mom cannot take her kids outside of the state without the okay mm-hmm. of the other person that created these humans. So, yeah. and like, I don't know how you just get to get on a plane and go literally thousands of miles across an to ocean a whole other country. to a whole ass other country to a whole ass other continent yes that's i don't understand how that is just fine and i don't even know if she like told him or anything or if she just up and left one night because uh, that would I be essentially highly, kidnapping i highly believe that's exactly what she did i don't think that she would yeah. have based off how she's i don't know her personally but based off how she's been in her other job, she seems to like clean breaks. You know, where mm-hmm. I'm just going to leave this company, go to another company, I'm going to do this and do that. Like She just wants her money and she wants to get out. And that seems exactly like what she did. She just took her kid, too. And it's like, well, I'm, I also don't want her to have left him behind with no funds. No, yeah, with but, nothing. Like, but I also don't think you love him. <laughs> but that's also, I mean, she might in her own way, but that doesn't mean that it's still good. You know, and like mm-hmm. just because you love someone doesn't mean that you get to make the like all the decisions and say, "Well, I love them, so they're the best ones." It's like, no, they're not. And he was only six at this point in time, so he probably didn't really know what was going on. No, but that's just that's just crazy. That is basically kidnapping because if if mm-hmm. <clears throat> at least in America, if like a mom say a mom has like full custody and the dad has like visitation rights and he goes to the school and picks her up and takes her without okaying that's still considering kidnapping even if he just went down the street so Mm -hmm. this is definitely kidnapping i'm gonna say it (laughs) yeah you need to know where the kid is at all times with both people and robbery I'm going to say it's also rubbery. Yeah, and robbery. Because she took his money, too. Took his money. She wasn't working. Just, like, and I'm, I'm sure she had money from when she was working. So, like, just take your money, you know, and then go. You don't need to empty the bank account. Or just like, spend a little extra time going through the divorce, saying this or whatever. I know it's not going to be fun and it's not going to be fast, potentially. Probably the fa- the longest part would be the son situation, but then like, what are you gonna do if you have like you're having a new affair and you're going back to Australia? You don't have anything set up. Do you really want your son in that situation while you're figuring everything out again? I don't. I don't even know if this was a new affair because if she started it back in Australia, this would have been over two years of secret international affairs. I know, meetings. but I mean, just like if you're going back with the sole idea of now being with this person full time, that's a different dynamic for the relationship as well because they've always been very hush hush. I see you here, I see mm-hmm. you there, I sort of talk to you, but then I don't because I'm trying to hide it. So, like, that's already you're trying to figure out this new relationship as well. And you're going to be bringing a child into this. And with her whole obsession with money, like, it doesn't seem she'd be happy with a hairdresser who definitely would not make as much as a financial investor. Probably not. People who do hair like to do hair. Obviously, you have some people that make it very big, like, Jonathan Vaness and Brad Mondo Mm -hmm. who can charge crazy for their skills because they're very good and because they have like a name now but that's not everybody (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. agreed yeah um but yeah she up she packed everything up and moved back to Australia. Upon returning, she falsely claimed to her family and friends that Tony had been a controlling, abusive spouse. Um, 
which we all know was a lie, and like poor Tony, right? I mean, maybe it wasn't perfect, but I don't know. But I just don't like. I don't like when people claim like an abusive and toxic relationship when there isn't because there's all there's still such a stigma around that in general and so it's already really hard yeah. for people to leave those situations when they're actually happening than to just be like well that's what was happening so people don't look at me bad because like I've heard a lot of people say that the other person was the one cheating before and it's just like no, you know that what you did was wrong and that's why you're lying. Mm -hmm. But what you're doing could really affect other people's lives as well as your old, your ex-partner. And your son, too. Because now your son has to grow up with this. Thinking that his dad was an abusive person and he maybe was, maybe was slightly or maybe wasn't at all. I don't know. It doesn't seem like he was from what I was reading and what other people said about him. Okay. I just want to say that I do know that people who are abusive do have, like, an outer front. So that's, that's true. why I'm saying, they like... They do have a security. That's what I'm saying. It is possible that there was something going on, because we don't really know, and people telling me that he wasn't doesn't always mean anything, because people think Ted Bundy was mm -hmm. a great guy, and people thought... Like, Scott Peterson couldn't have been a bad father at all. So it's just like, not everyone knows exactly what's going on. You right, you right. But she's right. the one that turned tail and ran. So either there was much more going on that we didn't know about, or she's lying. Probably all of the above. It is strange that he Something. was like, we're all going to move to the country of England. Like, in the Well, he moved there to be with his family. Yeah. Because that's where they all lived. And he, that's a long commute from Essex to London. That is. For work. Yeah. That is a long commute. But I just mean, like, if in terms of, like, I hope they talked about that before making the decision. Because that would have been a really big mm -hmm. change for, for, her, for her. Yeah. Which it was. Well, it, yeah. It just doesn't seem like this lady is very great in general. But, you know, mm -hmm. it gets more complicated, as all things do. Okay. Um, the couple divorced later that year in 2013. Um, and pretty soon after, like, within nine months, Caddick married Coletti. But for some reason, kept her last name Caddick. Sometimes people do that. Especially if she made her name, like, as a traitor with that name. She Under may just Caddick, won't yeah. want to move it. Um... So it's not always a weird thing, but I just, like, don't know why those steps couldn't have happened before she chose to take everything, you know? Since you got divorced yeah, anyway, and then you ended up with your lover anyway, like, why couldn't you have just done this before running away? Mm-hmm. Um... During or after moving back to Australia during an eight-year period from 2012 until 2019, Caddick allegedly stole a $30 million total from her clients, which were mostly her family and her friends. That's so messed up. What's that? It's like that That's other so guy. Do you remember that guy? I don't remember what year it was, but he wasn't he also like getting people and like handling their investments? But it was like average Joe people, Probably. and then he was just taking all the money from it. That sounds about right. I just think I'm no, like that's just tell you so was, messed up. Familiar, especially if you know that the people you're taking from don't really have anything, and you're just like, yeah, it's fine. Then I'm putting them like in a giant hole. It's not like you're robbing Jeff Bezos, who's not going to notice if you took a million dollars. Yeah, and it gets more wild because she took that 30 million dollars and deposited it into 37 different bank accounts 37 37 and they're probably all offshore bank accounts right most likely i couldn't find mm -hmm. anything distinct but 37 bank accounts that means you know you're doing something real fucked up one you don't want people to come get your money and you don't want it to be traced mm -hmm. as well yeah, and like you were saying, with the, like, ramping up of it, uh, the Federal Court of Australia discovered that her offenses intensified each year 
with her most profitable year being 2019, which means she was just getting bolder and bolder with how much she was taking from people. Wow. Uh, but yeah, Caddick had spent that money on two, like, mansion-type homes in Sydney's eastern suburbs, as well as many luxury cars, designer clothing, artwork, and jewelry. You said Sydney's eastern? Eastern suburbs, Let's yeah. Let's see. Why you would need, like, that... First of all, you're married with a baby with like a, a young son you don't need that much money well why do you need two, or two mansions okay i did i did find it it's 1.3 million dollars typically for these homes so to not that bad from us because we come from a place where homes typically are that price yeah or more you know, and it's for, you know, a three-bedroom house, so I don't even know what the mansions would look like. But if she's stealing, if she stole $30 million, she definitely can pay for two homes. And luxury cars and all of her artwork and jewelry and designer clothing. And it probably wasn't even good good artwork. It probably was like those the fancy boring that, rich, yeah, modern that artwork. Rich, rich people get. I highly believe that those are just made by artists who know that they're going to end up in some shitty white lady's oh, yeah. rich apartment. For, and they're like, see, and they, they hide the actual meaning of the piece from it. And so the, just that they know that they're screwing over someone. <laughs> yes. Pay yeah. two million for my pretentious line work. <laughs> that I know is not worth very much at all. Um, But yeah. So, as clients invested money, Caddick allegedly created fab fabricated ComSec portfolio statements. I'm not entirely sure what ComSec is. I assume it is. Let's see. Yeah, but she created fake account numbers to show her investors what return they had achieved. Um, so, basically, she was taking their money and being like, look, look what you get back from this. And it was all fake information. She was just taking it's their money. It's a stockbroking firm. That sounds reliable. It's a stockbroking firm. It's a subsidiary of Commonwealth Bank. Um, it has an internet trading platform that constitutes the vast majority of its business. And it also has a telephone-based brokerage. So I'm guessing it's just like our version of like Wall Street. Mm -hmm. Like where you can make trades and shit yeah well she created a fake account on comsec and was showing all these people where their money was how going. do you do that i don't know i have how no do you idea. make a fake account i mean obviously but like that seems weird you should have to in types of these things you should have to have like proof of stuff yeah i don't know how this works and i'm the worst with stocks so i couldn't tell yeah. you we're not those people. <laughs> Definitely not. Um, Council for ASIC, the Australian Securities and Investment Commission, um, Fred Assad stated that as benefiting a successful businesswoman, Caddick exploited the incomes of her crimes to acquire all the trappings of wealth and that her successes were all a facade and the financial services business was an elaborate front for Miss Caddick's Ponzi scheme. Oh, gosh. Yeah, so that's... What a putz. Mm-hmm. God, what a putz. And to be doing this to your family, too. And your like, friends I mean, and your son and enough, everything. Like, it's bad enough to be doing this to just anyone in general. Like, people are trusting you to, like, help them... Expand people their go money. into stocks for investments. They're usually... When people, like, when the average Joe person is thinking about investments, they're like, I can buy a house or I can send my kids to college or my grandchildren to college or, you know, take a trip with my family, set my kids up for when I'm not here anymore. And then you're just like robbing them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, but then on top of you're also stealing from your actual family and friends. And that's, yeah. that's just it's extra so shitty. bad. Um. But in April 21, after Caddick's presumed death, Isik dropped 38 criminal charges against her. Imagine having 38 charges against you under one financial company. Like, 
Oh my goodness. But yeah, um, in November 2021, the court discovered that Caddick and her company Maliver, uh, which bargained with tens of millions of investors' money, uh, was operating without the financial, without the proper financial license between October okay. of 2012 and November of 2020. So she was working with this outside company, because obviously okay. I don't know how she would do it all on her own. Um... Her possessions, including her $6 million home, uh, is going to be sold in an effort to repay the 72 clients who claim that they're owed more than a $23 million sum. Wow. Yeah. Um, So Caddick vanished on the morning of November 12th of 2020. Um, Where's her kid? He was still at the house. I'll I'll get into that in a minute. Um, Okay. And this was the morning after Asic raided her home to find proof against her. The morning after. Yeah, so they went in on the 11th and did a roundup of Uh her house. And I think they seized her computer and a few other things. They should have put, like, a police detail on her her house area and stuff. Especially if you're being investigated for this much money, like... Well, and it just seems like you should be expecting people to run in this situation. Yeah, especially if she already did that to her husband and, like, took her six-year-old son and vanished to another continent. You'd assume. Also, where is her husband during all this? I couldn't find him. I'm guessing he washed his hands of it. He probably didn't want anything to do with her, and he was doing his own thing in... England with his family in the country. No, 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 no. The hairdresser she married. Oh, that husband. Yeah, I don't know. I want to know if he knew what was going on because, like, do you think he was just, like, popping down to his salon every day, working for crazy hours and, like, being like, yeah, I don't know how we're able to afford all this stuff. Yeah. I I have no idea. I couldn't find anything on him. Hmm. Um... But yeah, she was last heard by her son, who uh, heard a door shutting around 5 a.m. He's 14 at the time, so if I'm thinking like Theo, thinking mom would get up and go... I don't know if Theo would wake up for that, actually. I mean, maybe he's a light sleeper, or maybe he was like someone who stays up late. I don't know. Maybe. Because what, this would have been... This was in November, right? Mm-hmm. Of 2020. So that's during p- pandemic. So, so he could have schedules are kind of weird. Up, yeah. He could have just been awake. But like, how is that? How ominous is that? Like your last sound that you made that people know is a door closing. Yeah. It that's was around... really, really like just unsettling. It real All of this is unsettling. Um, and like especially for that like only her son heard it it's like which means where was her husband again asleep i'm guessing i don't know maybe maybe they're the type of couple that sleeps in different rooms i don't you have a big mansion honestly it wouldn't surprise me i don't know um but yeah uh, her son assumed Caddick was going for her daily, like, morning run or whatever at 5 a.m., as people do, weirdly enough. Um, Not me. Yeah, fuck no. But Caddick- All of those, like, all of those, like, get your life together things always start with get up early. And I was like, people have different sleep schedules. <laughs> Leave me alone. People have different sleep schedules. I will not be nearly as functionable and, like, what is the word like what is the word productive i won't be nearly as productive if i have to get up at seven o'clock every day because that is not my natural circadian rhythm Mm -hmm. i am a writer i stay up late late. yeah and then sleep in and then you work during the day and you stay up late again yeah i'm much more productive like when the world is quiet and for me that's between the hours of like 11 and 3 (laughs) a.m You're not wrong. Um, but when they went back to check on her house, Caddick had left behind all of her possessions. Her phone, her wallet, 
just everything, was still at the house. Um, that is weird. I feel like if you're going out at 5am, no matter where you live, and you're a woman, you're gonna want to have, like, your phone on you. The phone, yes, unless she's also one of those people that, like, does go for a run in the morning and is like, no, you have to, like, unplug, but I don't know. But if she, if I'm, because I was going at that, she was, like, jumping ship. You're gonna need your wallet, because you're gonna need a passport. Mm-hmm. And, or just a general identification thing. And money. And your phone. I mean, maybe you would leave your phone behind if you were trying to leave the world behind and, like, avoid the Australian FBI. Mm-hmm. Or maybe she had already made, like, fake IDs and shit at that point. Could have, could be. And was just hiding that and then took those and ran. But I do want to know if her foot was found inside of a running shoe, because then that makes things a little more complicated. It was found inside a running shoe. That's so weird. There's, how would it, how would it have gotten all the way from Sydney to Wales? To, to, to New South Wales, right? Mm -hmm. New South Wales? How on earth? Mm Mm-hmm. So, Michael Willing, the assistant commissioner for the New South Wales Police Force, said that Caddick's family was informed about her DNA match after her decomposed foot washed up on Burnda Beach at the state's south coast, uh, just south of Tartha, on February 21st of 2021. Um, The foot's southern location matched the title and drift pattern modeling undertaken by the Marine Police. According to Willing, Caddick's disappearance was distressing for many people, including her alleged victims of her family and friends, not knowing if they're ever going to get that money back. Um, Although there was extensive review of CCTV footage, um, her exact whereabouts after leaving her house are unknown. The footage didn't cover the entire area from where she disappeared, and nobody knows what happened to her. Um, so the investigation is still ongoing as of late 2021, and as far as I believe, it's still going. Um, Willing also described the case as one of the most high-profile missing persons cases he'd seen in over 30 years. And she never went to Canada that anyone was able to track. I mean, she might have, but not after her disappearance. Well, the... The thing is, with these theories, because even the police have no idea what happened, they haven't factored out murder or faking her death. Like, her, she cut her foot off, threw it into the ocean, and just... Yeah, first of all, ow. Um, I mean, she has connections, so she might have found someone to do it for her. Um, Maybe. I mean, Joe Goldberg cut off two toes to pretend that he was dead. And then stuck him in a pie and set everything on fire. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't, it's not beyond the realm of possibility, and a Newcastle associate professor of criminology said that losing a foot does not immediately mean Caddick is dead, um, and she strongly advised against the possibility that Caddick died in the ocean, and she thinks she's definitely still out there. Um, in a 2021 interview with Anthony Coletti, the husband, um... He claimed that someone killed his wife. So the hairdresser husband thinks murder. Um, even though the police pretty much are convinced that she took her own life, I don't think she would have done that. I think she probably was trying to find a way out. Yeah, either she, I definitely think she either got murdered or she faked her death. Mm-hmm. But the the weird thing, though, with that is, like, if she faked her death, like, I wonder if anyone has, like, did she pull any money out of her accounts? Because this is a woman who's not going to, like, struggle in her life. She would not have, like, decided to fake her own death and start over without making sure that she would be comfortable for the rest of her life. My guess is she had more accounts that people didn't know about because... The people who claim stole money from her only accumulated to $23 million, which isn't accounting for the other $7 million 
But that's still not enough for her to live off of forever. Not forever, but enough for her to, like, get out and go somewhere else. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I'm saying this is a woman who likes to have the finer things. Mm -hmm. So she's not, and she's not going to want to, like, get some whatever job. She's going to want to get a home and then be able to just live off of that forever. Who knows? She might have already bought another house somewhere and just not told anyone. Yeah, or she went gone girl and like changed up her face. I mean, you never know what's going to happen when someone someone panics and runs. Yeah, that's very true. Um, but yeah, her her, her, her foot was but, discovered. Yes. But if we know that this woman was stealing money from people. Um and even namely friends and family and the fact that she was able to leave her house that morning with like no police getting involved because the, the police didn't say they saw her leave right Mm-mm. so that means that yes potentially somebody who knew her routine maybe she was going for a run that day um did that but i don't know why we wouldn't have found more of her if that's well, the case. and the problem with that is the foot was discovered 400 kilometers away from Sydney, which made serious doubts throughout the police force and the general public that she died in Sydney or that, you know, her foot was dropped in Sydney because of how far away it had been. Um, yeah, they said that the tides and drift patterns indicated that it was possible with however unlikely um, and what else do I have here? Yeah, she was 49 when she went missing. Still a bunch of money. Yeah, they they don't know what happened. It's still an ongoing investigation. That's nuts. Mm-hmm. And they're still looking into it, but it doesn't seem like people are convinced, A, she's dead. Or that she didn't, like, try and run. Because people don't think that foot is indicative of anything. It just makes more sense that she would be running. It does- yeah, it doesn't seem like she's the kind of person that would be like, Oh, woe is me. Like, I need a way out. I'm just gonna kill myself. Like, it doesn't seem- No, no, no. I don't think she- I don't think she was gonna kill herself. I think that she was- either faking her death and so like she did this or she was faking her or she was planning to do that and somebody got there first mm-hmm. because yeah, i definitely don't think she was just out for a normal morning run because greed is the root of all evil mm-hmm. and and especially with money and people would get really mad about that yeah so, especially and if they're was... stealing that much from your friends and your family like yeah, like that's the biggest thing. Like maybe maybe her normal clients wouldn't have been able to figure out anything, but since she was like in her own home doing her own thing and it didn't seem like she had police patrolling, that leaves her super open to someone who found this out being really mad at her. Well, and she has no one protecting her right now because she pit all the people that, you know, liked her against her. No, I know, but I just mean like police because yes there's no police protection or watching or whatever and like especially since she had been raided the day before people would have known something was going up and so that leads to like impulsive decisions she just didn't bring anything with her so yeah i don't know So, yeah, maybe she already had fake IDs and stuff made and she had stashed things other places. It would have been smart if she was taking cash out, like, kind of regularly and then just brought that with her if she was going to do that stuff. Or she was ganked by somebody who was mad once they figured out what was going on and then capitalized on the fact that police didn't seem to be doing it any of their job of protecting her while 
this was all under investigation. Her husband looks like um the actor of Fred from the live action Scooby Doo. Let uh Sarah Michelle Geller's husband. Husband. Mm-hmm. His name is also Fred. <laughs> I think I forgot about that. Um but yeah, apparently he did a news reporting back in October of last year about what he thinks happened, which is where he said that he thought she was killed. He also said that the suspect list is super long because of how many enemies she made with that. Uh-huh. Um let's see, is there anything else I can Oh, find? there's a sixty minutes about this. I yeah. I didn't have it time says, to watch that, it obviously. It says, where are the missing millions? They're also asking the questions that we are. So many questions. Um, see if I can find anything. Yeah, see. Anthony Coletti does look a little like Fred. Mm-hmm. That is weird. It's his smile, I think. Yeah, he also doesn't think that her foot mysteriously washed up on the beach. He says it's unlikely and he doesn't believe it. Apparently she didn't tell Anthony about anything because he can't keep a secret. Is what her brother was saying. No, her husband's brother. Her brother-in-law was saying that his brother couldn't keep a secret. So she didn't tell him. Um... said she'll come back she can't run forever and she'll come back when she's run out of money or when she wants to see her son yeah that's kind of with what i'm going like if she's alive that's probably what happened and she probably will come back because like yeah how do you just leave your son and then i'm sorry but where is the english husband and like why is your son still with freddie over here he should come back with you like you're his dad Yeah, it seems like she kind of isolated Anthony from his family, and they didn't like her at all, and they all knew she was going to try and run. It seemed everyone knew she was going to try and run. Um, yeah, that was all I'm able to glean as of right now. I will obviously update if I see anything else coming up. Um, yeah. Interesting. But yeah. So she made a lot of enemies. And it's very likely either... I I think she's still alive. And she's going to resurface at some point. But I don't don't know. I don't know, man. I mean, really... um, Really interesting to have happened only Mm -hmm. last year. But I just feel like he's still living in that six million dollar home. As of he's three and not days paying ago. anything, and not paying anything. Mm-hmm. Are you looking at the same article that I am? I'm just looking at the general articles that I can see. Yeah, the one from three million or the one from three days ago says that he's still living in that six million dollar home with his son. Hmm. I still want to know about the Canada. Yeah, so that's what I was saying. I was just looking at feet showing up in Canada, and then I fell down this thing. I still want to know about the Canada thing. And for a while, I was confused because I thought that this woman's foot was found mm-hmm. in Canada. So I was like, how on earth would she have drifted all the way across the ocean and have found her foot? No, it was just the foot thing. Because the foot thing has mainly only happened in near Canada for some reason. Okay. Um, but, but I did find yeah. pictures of like her foot. Mm-hmm. And like it's solidly on the sand. Like it's not. It doesn't. I mean, obviously, it kind of looks like it was in water. Yeah, but people have said that. Like forensic scientists have said that it does not look like that foot was in the water for three months. No, it Which doesn't. Means it was put there after her disappearance. And it looks like a 
pretty clean thing, too. Like a clean cut? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, were both shoes found? Just one. But, I mean, like, because it looks... I don't know. It's very confusing. And I'm surprised that they're even showing the shoe. Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, I need to know more. I don't have more for you. We need more. I don't have more. We don't know more. Um, but yeah, they don't think that... They definitely know that foot had not been in the water the whole three months. It doesn't look like it. Like, even the shoe doesn't have, like, enough wear and tear for it. From what I can see in the pictures, it doesn't have enough wear and tear on it for even the shoe to have been in there that long. Well, and for the shoe to have made it that far that fast, it would have had to have been carried by something. So people were saying, like, it was regurgitated by a shark or something. No. It has no signs of that. I'm sorry. Especially in Australia, you guys have tiger sharks, and those things are garbage disposals. They've eaten, like, car license plates and, like, trash, and they keep going. So I don't think that that would have mm-hmm. been a thing. Yeah, so it seems very unlikely that that's what happened. Yeah. But we don't know yet. Hmm. Very interesting. Yeah, so that's all I've got for you today. I'm gonna need, but you can see why I was I'm very need help excited about from this case. our Australia people. I need to know yeah, more. Yeah, you things. you're from Australia, please. And input. yeah, if you remember where you were when you found all this out, please type it up, send it to us, and tell us what you know more of. Because all we get is newspaper articles, and like you guys live there. Say <laughs> exactly. We're doing the research we can, but you're experiencing it firsthand. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like you know, that's yeah. like the whole Gabby Petito thing. We were all looking at it all together as a country. <laughs> exactly. So should we tell them the things? Yeah, I guess. We'll Are tell we ready them for that? Thing. I don't have anything else. I don't think that. I don't think she unalived herself. I will say that. I'm not even entirely positive she's dead. Because if she was got, but if she got ganked by somebody, I think we would have found the whole thing. Not just a foot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because you can live without a foot. You could. It'd be harder to live without, like, a hand or something, but if you cut off your foot, you can just get... Like a prosthetic or something. And she may have had the money to get, like, a good one. Mm-hmm. Especially if she found, like, a doctor to cut her foot off for her, mm-hmm. because it did look like a clean cut. It does. It looks like a clean cut. And so that's also weird. She probably just had her foot amputated and threw it in the water as a diversion. With the same shoes that she was wearing. But that would also have to mean that she's still somewhere in and around Sir- Sydney. Not necessarily. Well, she has to be in Australia. Why? Because the foot was found three months later. So she would have had to have taken it off. And we also said that it didn't look like it had been in there long enough for those three months. So then maybe it was she threw it there like a month later. She still doesn't have like month. I mean, she doesn't have to still be there. But if she thinks... I mean, I don't. we don't think she dropped it off of Sydney, though. Just by how far it would have traveled. So she could have left, taken the foot with her, and then dropped her foot somewhere else. Uh-huh. But it's still not, like, all that far. Okay, so not Sydney. But then she still has to be somewhere in Australia to do all the dropping of things. And the amputation. Especially if she's having to get, a, you know, physical therapy to learn how to do that and to get a prosthetic. Like, she's kind of tied down right now, if that's the case. Yeah, I just, I don't know, because she had so much money, and money can get you kind of anywhere. Uh Interesting. I want updates. Interesting. Alright, let's tell them the things. 
All right. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at nope underscore I'm underscore scared. Follow us, like us, shoot us a DM. We're always happy to chat with you guys. And Please, if you know anything about this, DM us. Just do it. Or you can type it up in an email and send it to nope I'm scared podcast at gmail.com along with your listener stories and spooky tales or true crime stories, whatever. And then Primetime murders, whatever yeah. it may be. And then, of course, you can also continue to rate and review us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts because I can see them. Um, I haven't checked in a hot Ooh. minute, but yeah, they're, they're there. They're there. All right. Well, um, thanks for listening, this was guys. Wild. If, please tell me if you know more information. <laughs> I need it. I need it. Okay. Well, I hope you have a sweet right. day, and we'll see you Terrified Tuesday next Tuesday. Next time. Bye. Bye.